0: This is the Better Than Before Betrayal podcast, episode number 19 Manuals. Have you or someone you know experienced betrayal from a husband's pornography use, sexually compulsive behaviors, or other forms of infidelity? Hi, I'm Ruthie. I'm a member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints and a life coach certified through the Life Coach School. In this podcast, I will share my experience of growth and healing as I have learned tools and concepts to help me take responsibility for my own happiness, find peace, and confidence, and become a stronger version of myself. Come with me and let me show you how to have a life that is better than before betrayal. Hi there. Thanks for joining me. Today, I'm going to be talking about manuals. I'll tell you what a manual is, why we have them, and how they can be hurting us. Awareness and understanding are powerful. First, what is a manual? When you bought a kitchen appliance, it came with an owner's manual. This booklet told you how the appliance worked. It may have had some troubleshooting section and an instruction guide. We have manuals for ourselves and the people in our lives. We actually have manuals for strangers, too. Our manual is how we would like people and ourselves to act and to behave so that we can feel good and be happy. It's a rule book. We rarely voice our manuals to others. We may not even realize we have them. We think that the way we want or expect people to behave is the right way, not just a made-up manual. We think other people should know how to treat us or what to do. We think that what is important to us should be important to them. Do you see how you have manuals for people? It may show up in thoughts like, A good husband helps around the house without being asked. A good child always obeys. A good mother-in-law gives us more space. A good friend would invite me to lunch. A good mother teaches her kids to bake bread. A good wife... fill in the blank. You get the idea. Our manuals are just a made-up thing and they cause us all sorts of pain. Some of these examples you might laugh at. You may think the opposite is true because they are manuals, not truths. We cause ourselves pain when we expect others to be who we want them to be. People are good at being themselves, not at being what you want them to be. You will, be, you will continue to be disappointed If you hang your emotions on other people's actions. Now, this isn't to say that we have no expectations and boundaries. We absolutely can and must. And we allow them to be them, not who we want them to be. And this doesn't mean that we settle for less in our relationships. It means that we look at, examine, and get curious about what we think about other people. We learn to accept that they will be them. They may be working toward growth and change, and they may not. And most importantly, we don't insist that we are right and they are wrong and that we should control them. A manual is about our rule book, It is about our efforts to control. So here are some common thoughts that would be in a manual. He should call me back when I call him. He should tell me he loves me. He should buy me something special on my birthday. He should bring me flowers. He should be emotionally available. He should want To watch the movies I like. He should make more money. He should spend less time at work. He should spend more time with the kids. He shouldn't watch so much sports. He should help more around the house. He should plan romantic dates. She should remember my birthday. She should invite me when she has a party. She should write me a thank you note. She should be kind and understanding when I'm frustrated. She should support me. She should listen to me for as long as I listen to her. Do you hear or see a common word in all of these? Should or shouldn't. While many of these things may be good manners or kindnesses, they don't have to do these things to be a good person, worthy of love we may want them to do these things. Our manuals are extensive and complicated, lists of shoulds and shouldn'ts. And rather than telling uh, us telling people that about our manuals, we just expect the person to know inherently what we expect. We think it's the right way to behave. Have you ever heard someone say or thought yourself, if they loved me, they would fill in the blank. Guilty. They can't read our minds. The problem with manuals is that people are good at being themselves and not who you want them to be. And they have their agency. They can behave however they choose. And this is true for us too. There's nothing you have to do. There's nothing anyone else has to do. We make our choices based on what is important to us, and so does everybody else. This isn't always a good thing. We often make choices that we wish we hadn't. Why is that? Oh yeah, remember buffering? And sometimes we make choices to avoid feeling what we don't want to feel. Sometimes we make choices in order to protect ourselves. These choices don't always align with our values. We show up in ways we don't want to for a reason. We create patterns. Same for everyone else. We are good at being ourselves for good or for ill, in our strengths and in our weaknesses. In marriage, we often expect our spouse to meet our needs. This can lead to problems because our spouse may not want to honor all our requests. What then? If we expect our spouse to make us happy, we give the power of our happiness away. If your husband doesn't do everything you want in that big, thick volume of a manual you have for him, what happens then? Are you stuck being unhappy? That sounds like a terrible idea. Yet, most of us believe that this is the way it should be. Our husbands should make us happy. There's that S word again. We can absolutely have expectations and make requests. And we need to realize that they may not honor all of them. And that doesn't mean that they don't love you. And many of them, maybe they might be happy to honor your requests. We need to be responsible to meet our own needs and appreciate all of the love, service, and support that our husbands give. We have to look for it if you think it's not there. Sometimes it's you don't recognize it. Again, have conversations, work out solutions to differences, make requests, and allow them to be themselves. They will most likely do things that produce positive thoughts and feelings in you. That's why you married them. It isn't possible for them to do so all the time. If you hang your emotions, expect them to make you happy, you set yourself up for disaster. And being in a needy relationship is exhausting and not fun. If both partners will take responsibility for their own happiness and look to serve one another, they will meet in the middle and work together and have fun. It can be a beautiful thing to appreciate your differences. This can be challenging. It can take some creativity. Are you up for the challenge? Do you know some families that will tell a family member that a gathering starts 30 minutes earlier than it actually does in an effort to get them there when the party starts? We can we can choose to accept them the way they are and not make their tardiness mean anything about us, about them, and not let it ruin the party. You can decide to have them at in- Be in charge of bringing dessert rather than a main dish or side dish to a family dinner. And then it doesn't create a problem. When you know the people are going to show up as themselves, you can love and accept them. It's a choice that you can make. We can love and accept them as they are. You have manuals about your husband. What expectations or manuals do you have for him? What is something that your husband does that you struggle with? How can you look at that differently? Why do we have manuals? Because we think that if others follow our manual for them, we will feel better. We will be happy. So, if our manuals are causing us pain, we can choose to let them go. So, we can may not let them go because we're human, but we can at least loosen the grip on them. So, how do we do this? First, you have to acknowledge that you do have manuals for other people in your life and don't beat yourself up about it. Again, you're human. Just notice it without shame. We are going to have manuals and we can manage them with compassion. Get curious about what it is that you expect of others. Ask yourself why you expect this. The answer is always that you think your way of doing things is better. And the fact is that you want them to do things differently so that you'll feel better. And remember that another person's behavior doesn't control our feelings. It's our thinking that affects how we feel. When a person follows our manual, we have thoughts like they love me and care about me. And it's that thought that's what causes us to feel good. When they don't follow your manual, you're likely to make it mean something negative. They don't love me. They don't care about me or they're doing it wrong. And that's why you feel bad. Stop trying to control others so that you will feel better. Take responsibility for how you feel no matter what others do. Now, this doesn't mean that other people's behavior does not affect you. It most certainly does. And this is why it's important to learn and practice the skills of getting curious about your thoughts, allowing and processing emotions, holding boundaries, not manipulating and controlling. You get to decide what relationships you keep, the ones you limit your exposure in and ones you choose to let go of. Looking at your manuals is about you looking at yourself and realizing how you see others, how you expect others to behave, and recognizing that your manual is hurting you. People are good at being them. You are good at being you, not what other people think you should be. Save yourself the pain of thinking that people should be how you think they should be. Allow them to be them. Allow you to be you. Expectations or manuals lead to resentment. Instead of resenting someone for not following your manual, you can learn to appreciate them for who they are, an imperfect human with strengths and weaknesses. Someone that is good at being them and not who you want them to be. And we can watch and hope for growth not expecting it on our timetable or expecting it at all, hoping for it. We can love and accept people for who they are and who they're becoming. We will find much more joy in our lives as we work to do this. Remember, trying to get people to follow your manual is manipulation. No one likes to be manipulated. Manipulation is abusive. None of us like to be told what to do. I challenge you to look at your manuals. Write one down and get curious about it. It might surprise you to see what that manual holds. How much pain is your manual causing you? Can you let go of your manual? Loosen your grip. You may need to do this a little at a time. I promise, as you work to let go of your manual, you will have greater love and joy in your life. Again, we can have expectations, we can have boundaries, and we will have manuals because we're human. Recognize when your manuals are causing you pain. Remember, People are good at being them, not who you want them to be. And try to loosen your grip on your manuals. Thanks for listening today. I will talk to you next week. Thank you for joining me. I hope that what I have shared today is helpful and hope-filled for you. If you know someone that would find this podcast helpful, please share it. If you have questions about this or any topic that you'd like to understand more deeply, to help you take responsibility for your own happiness, to find growth and healing from what you have experienced, please go to betterthanbeforebetrayal.com and schedule a time to chat with me. I'd love to answer questions for you.